Chara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bichara Supply Chain. This is Nurhadia House. We have very special guest today, uh, Sujit Singh, uh, Supply Chain Expert and uh, COO, uh, Chief Operating Officer at Arkiva, One Plan as uh, NOP Server Solutions. Thank you for joining us, Sujit, and uh, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you, Nurhadi. It's a pleasure to be here. Mm-hmm. All right. So today's topic is collaborative supply chain planning. But before that, can you please brief a bit about yourself and how did you get into this role? Absolutely. Uh, so I started with supply chain right out of college. In fact, I'm an engineer by training, a civil engineer, but uh, circumstances happened that I, the first jo- job I joined was with a company that did supply chain planning. And I liked the field. I enjoyed working with supply chains. Uh, our primary practice was in the area of supply chain planning. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, uh, worked with a lot of manufacturers across the world. I was in Singapore, Europe, uh, North America. And over time, uh, evolved into doing other things as well. And my company, Arkiva, uh, works with uh, large companies to help their supply chain planning uh, through things like demand planning, inventory planning, supply planning, capacity planning. And it's, it's a field which is filled, of, uh, filled with fascinating problems to solve. Mm-hmm. It's something that I really enjoy doing, so I've stuck with it. All right, so uh, I want to jump into the, my first question here that uh, supply chain collaboration is uh, a hot topic today where people are seeing that partnership and collaboration will be at the heart of uh, supply chains recovering from the impact of the COVID-19, right? So from your own perspective, how, how do you see this issue, particularly in the context of supply chain planning, Sujit? Yeah, I have a view on this that can be divided into two distinct parts. One is the collaborative supply chain planning that happens inside the company where different organizations of the company, be it sales, be it production, be it marketing, be it product management, they collaborate uh, to do things in a particular way. And we can talk about that in some detail. And then, of course, uh, there is collaboration across enterprises, and this in itself can take two forms. So when we're talking about collaboration across enterprises, this is where two disjointed entities come together to make something good, something better, uh, at lower cost, uh, in a way that their speed of doing business goes up sometimes, certainly in a way that increases value to their customers, which then hopefully increases revenues for both, both parties. Yeah. And this can be of two kinds. One is, and more common, I should say, is a vertical collaboration where people collaborate up and down the supply chain. And lately, certainly in COVID times, we have seen 
a lot more cases of uh, horizontal collaboration where two companies are going across uh, even to their uh, competition in some cases and kind of cooperating, maybe may, may cooperatively competing and certainly coming together to uh, come up with new solutions. The, the best example I can think of that is uh, the Pfizer BioNTech vaccine that has come out very recently, obviously two companies collaborating there. Yeah. So, so there's the internal piece and there's the external piece and within the external there is vertical and then there is horizontal. All right. So please tell us uh, the most benefits of uh, supply chain collaborations. Well, the benefit, uh, you know, in general, when we talk about external collaboration, the benefit is that you are able to put, uh, uh, put together more minds. Therefore, you can have a higher speed of doing business in the sense yes. that you might have a collaborative execution. You might have collaborative uh, contracts. You might have a higher level of information sharing. Although I would say that these are lower levels of collaboration. Mm-hmm. When, when one really thinks of uh, collaboration, it's almost like a partnership. And in my mind, a good collaborative partnership, good collaborative endeavor always goes from one plus one being a little bit more than two. And in some cases, a lot more than two. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, you know, we have to think about what does that mean? Uh, for example, uh, 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 we have a large, uh, well, Walmart, I'm sure it's all over the world. Walmart and CPG suppliers to Walmart might collaborate in a way that enables them to provide the products to the customers at a lower cost, while at the same time lowering their own execution costs. So Walmart might, for example, share uh, the inventory information, the sales information with the supplier. Let's just say maybe someone like a Procter & Gamble or something like that. And they in turn might actually be responsible for the overall plan they might be the ones who uh, tell Walmart when is the right time to order, which distribution center it should be ordering at. And a true collaboration might actually take this to the next level where there's trust involved, where these things can be then be automated. Maybe there are some guard, guard posts inside which it can be automated. Maybe it's not um, up to infinity, yeah. but uh, there is a sense of, uh, taking out certain steps through this collaboration so that both, in this example anyways, both Walmart as well as Procter & Gamble benefit from it. And in the end result, the consumer, the end customer benefit, benefits from it because the product is available at the right time, at the right place, but also at the lowest price possible given the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And uh, what are tools used to support planning and collaboration in the supply chain? Uh, can you please share some of the success stories when you manage this with uh, your clients? Oh, sure. Uh, different, you know, there are many different tools used. Uh, obviously, uh, a big component of this is integration tools that are run off of web technologies. So you might be talking about portals where data can be shared. You might be talking about integration, integration routines where data can be moved forwards and backwards. Um, 
you might be talking about visibility and analytics tools where you can make some sense out of this data. Right. Uh, of course, the old, most old-fashioned tool in all of this is human relationship. Uh, any collaboration which relies just 100% on technology has a tendency to fail. And so I want to, even though it's not necessarily a software tool uh, uh, or any kind of tool for that matter, I want to not emphasize the process element, the people element of this collaboration. Most collaborations do not fail because the technology was not there. You can always mm -hmm. improve the technology, but the process and the people element, the, the will of the people, the management to make sure this happens has to be strong. So that's one of the key requirements in something like this. We see that management has to really push for it. This is a long-term activity. It typically goes through uh, what we call a J curve of improvement. And what I mean by that is that before you see the improvement, you have to see some negative uh, aspects of this collaboration. You will make mistakes. You will, you will see actually things going in the wrong direction in the very early part. Mm -hmm. And so what that means is that the people element, the push from the management, the communication up and down the chain, very often we see that, for example, management might be committed but by the time that information goes down to the you know, mid-level managers, maybe because of competing incentives, maybe because of personalities involved, we see that the, the uh, whole effort can go sideways. It doesn't uh, create the type of value that people want it. So it's very, very important to have a long-term view. It's very, very important to have the process part of it taken care of before we jump into the tools. But then when it comes to tools, back to your question, uh, we have uh, uh, you know, web-based integration tools. We have a lot of scenario planning types of tools. We have digital models that can represent the entire supply chain in a digital way so that people can ask questions against it. What happens if I do this? What happens if I do that? And um, of course, there is a whole setup of tools around metrics and performance sharing, because at the end of the day, if you're doing something, people want to measure how good it is to, how good is the performance? What are the benefits that you can see? And so there's a whole bunch of tools around this, which can make these types of things visible to the management uh, so that they can make decisions about whether or not this is something they want to continue with. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. So, um, you know, people may think that uh, collaboration is hard. So uh, what advice can you offer to the supply chain leaders how to make it happen? Yeah, at the risk of repeating myself a little bit, I think the biggest advice I can give is that one should not downplay the process element of, mm -hmm. of, uh, of collaboration. Uh, very often, because of competing incentives, competing metrics, uh, the whole enterprise of collaboration can, can not achieve the results that it could. Uh, so what that means is that the leaders have to bring a long-term view. Leaders have to be committed. Leaders have to communicate very effectively up and down the chain that this is something that, that they want to do. And then they have to also make sure that nothing is getting lost 
uh, as it goes through the different levels of the organization. And once this is accomplished, the leaders have to understand that in order to gain the long-term benefits, they need to uh, deal with some short-term costs against it. That might require some investment in tools, but that might also require investment in resources. If yeah. you are doing supply chain planning, uh, just because someone has said that it's a good thing to do, that approach will not lead you to collaboration. You will have to invest in resources who can be experts across the two supply chains, your supply chain and the supply chain of the collaborating partner. partner. Uh, this person, you know, may or may not be uh, someone readily available within either of the two organizations. You might have to go out there and uh, get somebody. So there are, you know, those are just some examples of costs that might be associated with it. And a leadership team that understands that this is a long-term investment, long-term endeavor, there are going to be some uh, initial losses, but, they, you know, they have made up their mind that they will persist. Those are the ones that will succeed with it. Uh, those are the ones who try collaboration for six months, looking for a quick gain, waiting for the other party to do something for them so that they can benefit from it, will typically end up uh, closing the whole uh, effort and not really getting any value. In fact, they, they will probably just uh, lose some money uh, yeah. doing this for a very short term. All right. So uh, before we close today's conversation, Sujit, uh, what are some key takes away from this topic that you would like to share with our listener? You know, some of the things we have talked about, how we have to take a long-term approach. I think let's let's just leave it there. Given the time we live in, given that we are just closing, you know, hopefully beginning to close the chapter around COVID. Yeah. I think yeah. I think it's worthwhile to talk a little bit about the concept of the vertical uh, integration. If you, you know, I grew up in a, in a small town where uh, we had a steel factory, steel mm -hmm. plant, mm -hmm. and that steel plant was vert vertically integrated all the way from the mines uh, to the uh, customer. There was a very, very good link in terms of how the, the iron ore was uh, uh, procured how the production happened and how the sales happened. And as we, you know, as the business world has moved, we see that companies are disconnected. The vertical integration is practically, uh, it, it's very difficult to spot these days. Most companies have talked about or have gotten focused on their core competency and that's what we do, they do. So now when a case like this shows up, when we are going through a pandemic, it's very important to understand that even though all the companies have become disjointed, ultimately no one succeeds if anywhere, anywhere there is a failure in the supply chain. And so what that means is that the need for collaboration up and down the chain is very, very high. Mm -hmm. uh, we need to invest in digital and real-time visibility up and down the chain. We need to understand our tier two and tier three suppliers and collaborate with them, maybe sometimes help them financially and otherwise, maybe PPE and sanitation and those types of things to make sure that they can keep uh, their operations up and running, keep the supply for you open so that you can continue to do the work that you need to do for the customer. So that's a very, very important area uh, that one needs to understand given the time we are in. The other thing that is worth thinking about a little bit is that sometimes 
and especially when we talk about horizontal collaboration, it is a little bit easier for companies to do that uh, with respect to uh, you know things like uh, lobbying or uh, with respect to things like you know uh, coming up or forming coalitions around certain marketing initiatives. But the pandemic has showed us uh, that if if push comes to shove, people are able to think across these lines and collaborate horizontally as well. For example, we have uh, talked about the Pfizer-BioNTech uh, collaboration when it comes to bringing out the vaccine. Ford and GE Healthcare uh, have collaborated to bring out ventilators. Uh, there has been news about GM and Vent Ventec doing the same. So these types of things, sometimes the impetus from outside is necessary. And in that sense, uh, a situation like pandemic maybe drives us towards that. Sometimes it's the government uh, regulations and rules that drive us towards that. Uh, and net effect of all of that is that we, are, we, we can benefit from all this collaboration. And uh, so I think being, maybe if I may summarize that, being open to this possibility, I think is key. And the pandemic has taught us that the usual ways of collaboration are not enough, that we need to have a wider view right. on, on the overall collaboration. Right. At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share Bichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.picharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.